I want to welcome everybody who is watching our podcast. As you may recall, Matthew and I have done a number of podcasts in the past, but all those have been audio-only podcasts. So tonight we're trying something a little bit different. We're trying a video podcast. And as you can see, I have one of those faces that's made only for radio. Uh, but just uh, bear with me because I'm not the subject of this podcast. Our special guest that we have tonight is the star of the show. I'll be introducing him in just a few minutes. If you recall back, I guess it was October of 2019, way back before coronavirus, we did a podcast called uh, Meet Matthew, where we introduced you to our new preaching minister, Matthew Ballantyne. And we learned some things about Matthew, a little bit about his background and some of his interests and some of his goals and desires for his ministry at Ninth Avenue. Well, tonight we're going to do something a little similar, but instead of talking with Matthew again, we're going to be talking to our newly hired youth minister, Jonathan Germany. And at this time, I'd like to welcome Jonathan uh, to be with us here, and let me see if I can bring him up on the screen. And there he is, uh, our new unit minister, Jonathan Germany. Uh, Jonathan, on behalf of the members of Ninth Avenue and those watching our podcast, welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> it looks like you have a little studio set up, I, I believe. Oh, we'll kind we'll, of. <laughs> we'll talk in a little bit about some of your hobbies, but. Uh, I know one of them is technology. You're kind of like me, a, a tech nerd. Uh, but we'll talk about that uh, later. But it's obvious that you have experience with this from uh, seeing your old-timey microphone there. and uh, yeah. it's a, a, a classic microphone instead of old-timey. I guess you'd call it a classic Oh, it, it, that's why I got it, because it looks a little like the, the I would say, old school. But I don't want to offend our audience. <laughs> The last podcast I did with Matthew, the artwork for the podcast, I uh, used a, a picture of a microphone that looks just like that. Okay. Um, but those are definitely classic uh, oh, yes. microphones. Oh, yes. Well, Jonathan, let's start out talking, I guess, uh, going back to the beginning, we'll just talk about your uh, background. Uh, tell us some things uh, about you, about your uh, your background, but uh, just We'll just start when you were born and, and, and come up to the present. Yeah, that's fine. So um, I was born in Baton Rouge, uh, Louisiana, um, I, to um, Jerry and Barbara, um, sorry, Barbara, <laughs> Germany. And uh, I was f very blessed to grow up uh, in the church. And uh, both my my um, parents are active members of, a, of the church. So we were able to... Uh, get that good dose of spiritual um, you know, training and discipline uh, from birth. Uh, I have one sibling. She's a uh, sister is three years younger than me. Um, she is now married and she is living in Little Rock as an occupational therapist. But we were very active growing up. Um, we went to the Goodwood Boulevard Church of Christ for most of our lives uh, growing up and was, were very involved in their youth ministry there. And growing up, it, I didn't know if I was going to be a minister or not. I didn't really know you could be a minister for a full-time job until uh, around high school. And when it finally clicked, 
it was really the only thing I, I really wanted to do. And so uh, after I graduating high school, I went to Fred Hardman University where I got my BA in Bible and uh, took a lot of psychology classes to uh, get that education as well. That's where I met. Um, I used to say my better three quarters, but now I ha- we have a child, so the math doesn't quite add up. Um, but uh, that's where I met my wife, and uh, we both went to Freed Hardman. She graduated uh, with a degree in social work, and then uh, we started dating. I would say it was January. So, whoops, I almost got in trouble there. In December fifth of our freshman year, so December fifth, uh, two thousand eight. And then we got married uh, in 2012 in June. And now we just had uh, our firstborn, uh, our son, Kaysen. He is uh, four months old as of a few days ago. So we are enjoying uh, learning all about parenting, enjoying the joys and the stresses of uh, raising a child. And I was his, I guess, I was a bad guy today. He had some stuff stuck in his eye. So I had a, help it, you know, get flushed out. And then I was not his favorite person for about an hour, but it's okay. You know, that's part of parenting. Um, but that's been fun. So I guess, uh, also growing up, I had all sorts of jobs and, uh, just to get by anything from, oh man, pizza making. i worked at a pizza place, worked at a skating rink. And then in college, it was pretty much, uh, internship at, at churches. And then, I've been in youth ministry since graduating in 2012. So busy life, and that was a flyby of what a life in the world of Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan, I don't want to get you in trouble with the people from uh, back in, in your birthplace, uh, but you said you grew up in Baton Rouge. I did. I understand, I understand that's uh, Cajun country. Uh, yes. Is, is that correct? Uh, in in a way it's more city but we do like our cajun stuff so uh it's yes definitely can you do a cajun accent uh no i'm not i'm not good at that uh that's a a french type of accent i can't really do that very well but uh, i won't embarrass myself (laughs) well let me um something i i know you you do well um and, and that you're, you're proud of, and that you mentioned. I want to bring up uh, some pictures that I pulled off Facebook uh, for some people that uh, do not. Well, they won't be bad. The people that don't use Facebook may not be familiar uh, with these pictures, may not have seen them. Uh, but just uh, tell us who these uh, folks are in these uh, pictures. Uh, of course, you've already talked about them, but you, you just talk about oh, the pictures. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's baby Kaysen, and uh, where uh, he is four months old. He was born on January the sixth, two thousand twenty-one. I am so thankful. I don't have a twenty twenty baby. Uh, no, <laughs> we're we're just kidding. We're thankful that he was born healthy, and um, and then I and that's Catherine uh, holding Kaysen. Um, like I said, I used to say she's my better three quarters. Now I guess you know both of them are. You know, I have to make up some math because I'm not really like half and uh, they're so much better than I am. And I'm so thankful to have them. So that's Catherine Kaysen. Just out of curiosity, because Kaysen, it's one of those names that can be spelled mul- multiple ways. Yes. Uh, some with the C, some with the K. I'm assuming 
his was spelled with a K because Catherine's spelled with a K. Well, well, actually, so it's K-A-S-E-N. So it's a little different even than, than normal. But um, he's named after her grandmother. Um, and then his middle name is O'Neill, which is her grandfather. Uh, her grandfather was a, a big hero to her. And so the middle name O'Neill was pretty non-negotiable. It was if we have a boy, his middle name will be O'Neill, and you're just going to have to get over it. So that was already a done deal before there was even Kaysen existing. And as we were discussing names, I thought, well, her grandmother's name is K, K or, or was K, K A Y. So I thought, and we thought we could come up with some kind of way to honor both of them. So Kaysen. O'Neill is named after, you know, kind of honorary after Kay and O'Neill Bird. And uh, so that's kind of where Kaysen came from. So well, I've not had any children or grandchildren named after me. So I'll take um, <laughs> take that. That uh, Parker's uh, middle name is is my name. So every time I hear O'Neill, I'll, I'll think of myself. <laughs> that works too. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, I won't rain on your parade. I'll let you do that. <laughs> okay, let's see. We've got a couple more pictures. Oh, look at that. That's that's Kaysen being able to hold his head up. Yeah. He Thank is you. definitely loves looking around. He doesn't want to miss out. And here's one more. Absolutely. That's me and Kaysen repping the Ministry League. And uh, a great source for... Uh, things in ministry, things for the Christian, and uh, I'm the director of resources for the ministry league, and uh, so I was I made sure to get him on a, a onesie. Uh, some friends of ours made that for us, so pretty excited. Sometime when we're not doing a uh, such a public and uh, such a public forum, I'll tell you about my knowledge about onesies. Uh, it's, okay. <laughs> it's kind of a cute story, but I'm not going to embarrass myself telling it uh, publicly at this time. So just what is uh, the Ministry League, and is that something you plan on continuing uh, when you get to Ninth Avenue? Yes. So Ministry League uh, is a is an organization. Uh, we are now a 501c3, so we are uh, a non recognized by the government, a nonprofit organization. And uh, we do all sorts of stuff. So I'm in charge of the resources. So we provide free resources for ministers. We also have some family devotionals for families. Uh, we're coming out with new VBSs and uh, sermons, devotionals, all sorts of free teaching resources for those who are interested. Uh, we also have a video series that we do. I am not in charge of that, but we have a video series that we do each year. Uh, we also um, do different events. So next year we'll be doing uh, the Ministry League Experience, and that'll be uh, an event that more details are coming soon for that. And we also are in charge of Exposure Youth Camp that happens every year in at the end of December. Um, and I believe Ninth Avenue's attended that before, and uh, that's something that uh, Ministry League is it's under the umbrella of the ministry league. So the ministry league is, is all things ministry and all things uh, about bettering the, the kingdom. So that's something that, that I will continue to be involved with as uh, it'll bless the kingdom and also continue to bless ninth Avenue. So we're really excited about being a part of that. 
speaking of a kingdom of a different nature, more of a uh, mythological nature, those of you that know you personally, uh, those of you that are friends with you on Facebook, uh, notice that you have an unusual middle name on on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> it, it, tell us uh, tell us about uh, that name and um, how yeah. That came about. So uh, I have a, my nickname is Frodo. Um, when I was in high school, when I was working at the skating rink, uh, I got that nickname. I was uh, called Frodo. Uh, when I when I had no beard and I my hair gets a little long, it gets a little curly, a little wavy. So I looked a little like uh, Frodo um, from Lord of the Rings. So they nicknamed me Frodo. And uh, oh, goodness. Um, thanks for that. But uh, when I went to Freed Hardeman, I said, I'm not going to mention anything about Frodo. I'm just going to go there and just make, you know, start over. And then they started calling me Frodo, just out of the blue. They, no one knew it was my nickname, and they started calling me Frodo. So I just embraced it, accepted it, and then it's just part of my life now. And I thought it can't, you know, it's one of those things where coincidences sometimes are uh, important to pay attention to. Sometimes they're not. I figured, why not have fun with it? So now I've embraced it. And there are people who still don't know my real name. Uh, they just know me as Frodo, which is fine. Uh, if I find it humorous, so people are always asking, "Are you okay? You know, do you like that name?" And I just have to remind them, "Well, you know, if I wasn't, you would know." <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's it's fun. It's fun. It's all in good fun. Well, it's probably also, I guess, sometimes a conversation starter. It is. And it's something that uh, kids that you'll be working with. I uh, can relate to those uh, familiar with the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Absolutely. And then it's a funny name. The little ones love it because it's, it's a, you know, camp kids love it because it's such a random nickname. They then they just they love it, you know, so it's it's fun. I know a lot fun. of kids will call an, an adult uh, Mr. Whatever the name is, like Mr. Jonathan. Uh, so do they call you Frodo or Mr. Frodo? <laughs> Uh, they, uh, Frodo, I, I don't see, I, I, I can appreciate the respect, but, um, I, I don't feel like I'm old enough to be called Mr. Anything yet. And, uh, it kind of, it kind of makes me look for my dad, but, uh, they, some, I've had someone call me Mr. Frodo and it felt really weird. I wanted to say, I wanted to yell back Sam at them, you know, Mr. Frodo, but, um, some of them, some of them do, but most of them just say, "Hey, Jonathan or Frodo," and and that's okay with me. So, uh, talk about names. Uh, one of, I guess, my interest uh, uh, quirks is uh, I love to know about names, find out about names. When okay, because um, I practice law for a living and I meet different people, and uh, with different names. And if it's an unusual name, I always want to know how they, you know, got that name or if it's a family name, where it's from. Of course, your last name is Germany. It is. Uh, and so does that mean you're from Germany or what? Oh, no, it does name? not. So, and I've, I found it a few times and I can never find it again. So I think the guy either took his website down or I'm just really bad at doing my research, which I'm typically not. So I'm going to have to assume the website no longer exists. But there was a guy that did research on the Germany surname. 
and he had traced everything. I mean, I think he had my grandfather's, either my grandfather's dad or my grandfather's granddad. Uh, that's how recent he went. But then he went all the way back uh, into, I believe it was the late 1600s or early 1700s. And they've, we found out that every Germany in the United States has traced their heritage back to this one guy that came from, I think, Ireland, but he wasn't Irish. He was another from another country. I, f- I forget, but his name was John Germany, and he had like 10 kids, and then all of his kids had like 10 kids. And then it just exploded from there. But he had a website where you could follow everything. And then here's who inherited what kind of property and resources. And uh, my line didn't get anything. I kind of felt, I was like, man, what happened here? <laughs> but it was, it was a kind of a cool story. In fact, one of our great, great, whatever grandfathers, uh, his name was John as well. He was part of, let's see, he was in Georgia. Part of their, uh, let's see, make sure I do my, my terminology correctly, providential congress meeting for Georgia. And then they wanted to go to the Continental Congress. And they went in Georgia, didn't have enough delegates from all their different areas to meet. So they postponed their vote to see if they wanted to go to the Continental Congress. And their delegation, so their delegates from their uh, district or county or whatever it was, wanted to go anyway. So they asked South Carolina if they could be re-annexed into their state, and then they could go to the Continental Congress with them. And South Carolina said, no, you're, you, you're not going to be re-annexed into our state. So then my grandfather and their delegates from that uh, district, or sorry, parish, that's what it was. It was when Georgia had parishes. They just sent their own guy anyway and just said, forget you, rest, forget the rest of you guys in Georgia. We're going to send our own guy because we're going to get this done. So they sent their own delegate without Georgia's really approval to the Continental Congress. So that's kind of our little thing of fame there. <laughs> well, moving from, from uh, names, uh, uh, we're going to do, I guess you could call this a, a lightning round. Uh, oh. I'm going to mention some. Uh, different items, subjects, and I want you to tell me what your uh, favorite is in each of these uh, categories. Uh, so are you ready? I'm going to try. All right. Uh, start out favorite food. Oh, Mexican food. Mexican food. Yes. Well, you, well you'll enjoy being here in Haleyville. We have <laughs> uh, two Mexican restaurants, and I think a new one is about to open. Or has hey, just you, can't, you can't have enough. I'm, I'm telling you. And, and I know we have uh, at least two uh, Mexican grocery stores, so you can even do your at-home Mexican food. Oh. So, uh, so uh, you should uh, be happy uh, with your location moving to. All right, let's go. Uh, favorite movie? Oh, see, Marvel movies. I like the Marvel movies a lot. Which character? Oh. That's a tough one. I'm gonna have to pass on that because I have I'm undecided. That they're all they all have their merits. Uh, my you know Catherine loves Captain America, but you know he's a little too perfect for me. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to think on that one. 
I guess I'm gonna have to love Catherine then because I've been a Captain America fan since I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> used to run around in the yard with the garbage can lid. That was my that's shield. fantastic. Yeah, and my brother was a Thor fan. He ran around okay. with croquet mallet. Uh, so here's <laughs> two little kids with garbage can lids and croquet mallets. That's sure great. The thought, what are these nuts doing? Oh, hey, hey, having fun. That's what they're doing. I love it. All right, let's go. Uh, uh, favorite song, uh, secular. Favorite secular. Oh song. man, see, <sighs> that's been the toughest one for me. Uh, <sighs> so you said lightning round, and I'm failing on this one. This is the one I had a hard time with. <sighs> I don't like country. I'll tell you that much. So it's pretty. You know, I like rock. Um, I like. Oh man, so let me. Th- Queen was a favorite of mine growing up. I like a lot of Queen. And uh, so I'm just going to, for now, I'm going to say Queen. Just anything by Queen is pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right, TV, TV show. Oh, Psych. 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 Okay. It's, yes, fantastic show. I love it. I love it. I've probably watched it several times all the way through. So. I watch very little television. So is that a current series? No, it is not. So Psych has been over for a while. It's basically, um, it's a a very observant, highly intelligent individual who uh, pretends to be psychic and solves uh, police cases for the, he's a consultant for the police department. And uh, it's kind of a comedy show and it's very enjoyable. So I, I enjoy it. I'll have to look it up, check into it. Yeah. All right. Now, this one should be fairly easy. I guess sports teams. See, I'm going to not get in trouble, and I want to mention some other sports teams. So uh, I am a I am a Saints fan, uh, obviously, uh, from being from Louisiana. And then I am actually an Astros fan, if, if for the for baseball fans there. Uh, I was told uh, – that if I was a Braves fan, I would be disowned and written out of the will. So, and my dad was a, a an Astros fan. Uh, so I was actually, and let me see, I actually have it right here. One second. Maybe there it is. I was able. I was able to go to uh, a game in the Astrodome. If if it focuses on my middle medallion, so I got a medallion for the last year. So they. Last year, the Astros played in the Astrodome was 1999, and I was able to go see a game in the in the dome, and uh, was able to believe. See, I believe that was one of the years where Sammy Sosa was playing. So we saw Sammy Sosa play. That was when Bagwell and Biggio and some of those famous Astro players from the from the beginning uh, were playing. So that was uh, some fun times with my dad. I actually got to see a game. You'll like this as a lawyer. I saw a game in in Enron whenever it was Enron Field for about a season before Enron got caught for all their shenanigans. And then I was able to see a game in in Minute Maid, uh, one of the first few seasons there. So I I enjoy being an Astros fan, even if they got in trouble a few years ago. Uh, There's one thing about me. I'm a loyal fan, and I am not a bandwagon fan. So I will uh, ride it out. Well, you mentioned your favorite uh, pro football team was the Saints, and then you mentioned your favorite uh, professional baseball team was the Astros. I did. 
So I was thinking you had a good duo there, the Saints and the Cheaters. But oh, oh, oh! There, there, there it came. There it came. <laughs> well, you brought it up first, so I wouldn't have mentioned it. I did. I and did. If I thought you was going to show mementos, I would have shown you my Braves memento. The oh cer- no certificate uh, that I got the night that I watched uh, Hank Aaron break Babe Ruth's home run record in Atlanta. Oh, now that is cool. Yeah, so it was pretty. Literally, it was cool that night. It was cold that night. Yeah, no, that that that's that's something to hold on to. My, it was my very first Major League Baseball game, and oh, that's I was fortunate to uh, to be able to see history made that night. Absolutely, I, okay. I almost I almost watched the other day. For me, the only closest thing to history was uh, Sammy Sosa was playing in one of those games I was at, and he hit this rising ball all the way out, and it barely hooked foul. And it was the year him and uh, and uh, McGuire were going back and forth. Right. And my dad turned to me and said, you almost just watched history, but we're also very happy that wasn't a home run. <laughs> so he kind of had mixed feelings there. Right. But that was before we knew they were all cheating as well. So, right. Right. yeah. All right, let's go to another uh, easy category. Favorite preacher. Currently, I really – see, I don't – Playing favorites is hard because they are just men. But but right now, for someone I really enjoy listening to, would have to be David Shannon. Uh, I really enjoy listening to David Shannon. So, and for people who don't know him, he's currently the president of Free Harvard University. Is that correct? Yes, yes, it is. And uh, from Mount Juliet for the longest time at Mount Juliet Church. So. Of course, Matthew's going to be uh, disappointed that you didn't say Matthew Valentine. Well, I thought about it, but I didn't know if I wanted to to kind of, you know, go that direction because then I might have to, you know, pay him or something. So six months <laughs> from now, after listening to him preach, he'll be your favorite preacher. Absolutely. All right, favorite book of the Bible. Oh, man. Mm, right now, I'm going to go with Ephesians right now. If you know, Ephesians, Philippians, both of those are really, really good. Let's narrow it down. Uh, favorite Bible verse. I'm going to say right now it would be um, Ephesians two ten, uh, for we are God's workmanship or masterpiece, created in Christ Jesus for good works. I like that one. And then First Peter two uh, twenty one, uh, for to this you have been called. For Christ also suffered, leaving you an example that you might walk in His or follow in His steps. Those are my favorites right now. I'll use a word that one of our members got upset about being used in, I think it was in the Bible class uh, one night. Um, He doesn't like the word uh, story in relating to uh, accounts from the Bible, but, uh, but I'll ask you, what's your favorite Bible story? Yes. I've heard that too. And uh, I'm going to say, man, stories can be true. And uh, I'm going to, that's hard. I would say Jonathan and David, but uh, uh, that would not be accurate, even if I am named after Jonathan. Uh, we, I just, hmm, that's hard because there's so many good ones. Right now, I, I just preached on it. I just taught uh, a class on it at the Christian Academy. So I'm going to go with Gideon. I like Gideon's story. Gideon's a really good story. So. 
let's go back to the songs. And this time, instead of secular songs, well, your favorite, in air quotes, church song. Mm. Traditional, contemporary, whatever you like. Yeah, that's hard. So many good ones. I'm going to go with... Faithful Love. I like and Faithful Love is a good one. And then Th- Thomas song is another really good song. So our last favorite uh, category, uh, favorite church memory. <laughs> this should be uh, an easy one. It it, it should be. And 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 I and for me it's you know it, it should be your baptism. And uh, that's always a great memory. And uh, but I'll also say my favorite memory in I guess recent times, uh, and especially maybe in, in ministry, is always maybe sometimes when you've messed up. I like those because you, if you can't laugh at yourself, then you're just taking yourself too seriously. But I, but I did a sermon one time, one second, and um, where I was talking about how we needed to exhort or encourage one another, but I didn't use the word exhort. And I kept using the word extort. So for the entire sermon, every single time I was supposed to use that word, I told the congregation to extort one another. And uh, so, and I never called it, never even realized it. So I I told people for an entire, you know, 20 plus minutes that they should be stealing from one another. And I didn't get fired. So... (laughs) The next Sunday, did the uh, collection increase? You know, I, I should have paid attention to that, but I, but I didn't. <laughs> Let's see how effective your preaching was. I guess so. <laughs> uh, kind of similar to that. Uh, the first VBS uh, I attended after started going to Ninth Avenue, I was uh, asked to be in uh, some of the skits. Uh, they did a lot of skits then, and. Uh, so I, I agreed to be a new member. I agreed to everything. I think I ended up like in five different skits, and I've, I've never <laughs> learned. I've never learned so many lines in in all my life. Uh, but that I was Saul in several different um, skits, and in one of the of course scenes was where uh, Saul uh, gets uh, angry uh, with his uh, son Jonathan, mm-hmm. and uh, the uh, line from the Bible, I think from the King James, is where he uh, calls uh, Jonathan, uh, uh, you son of a vile and treacherous woman. <laughs> and because, yeah, you know, I memorized that line and, you know, probably, you know, half the uh, of the book I had to memorize for all the, the lines. But I was so afraid going into that uh, production when I got to that thing, because I had to do it, you know, angrily. And when I call him, you, you son of a vile and treacherous woman, I was so afraid what was going to come after uh, the words uh, of a. Uh, but uh, fortunately, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I said the right words. Good. <laughs> One of the members uh, recorded and videoed the uh, skits. And later on, he, he gave me a copy of it. And uh, so I was watching that. And you know, I was kind of you know wondering how that came across. And when I got to that part where I, when I said, you son of a violin, or you son of a, you could audibly hear gasp coming from the audience 
before I say vile and, and treacherous woman. So, so at least I I didn't use the uh, the word, and and unfortunately, uh, it would have been a whole lot worse than saying extort. I, I promise. Well, I was you. Say, it would have been a VBS they would never forget. Uh, never. Right. All right. Let's move to uh, some more serious, uh, I guess, topics uh, and. I can't remember how long ago it was when it was announced that you accepted the youth minister position, maybe two months. Does that sound about right? Um, it's been a little bit less than that, but it, it's been something, you know, within within two months. Right. And I don't know how much you knew about the Ninth Avenue congregation prior to that. I'm sure uh, once you were contacted about the job and then particularly since you accepted the, the job, you probably have done somewhat of a crash course on uh, everything Ninth Avenue, uh, but just in the in this brief period of time, what are uh, your impressions of uh, Ninth Avenue, Ninth Avenue Congregation? I am uh, very impressed. I am very excited. Uh, there seems to be a lot of good things happening, good things on the horizons, and everyone seems to be very excited about the future. And uh, excited people mean motivated people. And people who are willing to to just get involved, and and that that excites me and Catherine. Um, I would say Cason too, but he's just happy to be here. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, we are very excited. Uh, I know that there's um, they all have been through a lot, and to see the perseverance is impressive. Um, to see the family already, uh, I'm excited because. I know that I think six people are coming up to help us move, and that already speaks volumes. Uh, Matthew and I have, and, um, and Adriana have been talking uh, weekly, and uh, so the teamwork is wonderful. The camaraderie is wonderful. Uh, the elders have been fantastic. So, and when we were there, everyone was just very loving, and it felt like a family. So we're just excited to be uh, a part of that family even if we're not there just yet. And when we get there, uh, it'll feel even more like a family. And then we'll get busy. We'll get to work and start doing great things. I believe the second Sunday after you arrive, you're actually going to be conducting the uh, preaching service, are you not? I am. I am. So I get there this Saturday. I'll, so then I'll be there Sunday. And then, you know, after I sleep. And, and then that next Sunday, uh, I'll be preaching. So you got to get busy. You got to hit the ground running. Yeah, I think Matthew's going to be out of town. and He will be. So, so you have little choice. Uh, but that's going to be graduation uh, Sunday for our seniors. So yes. that will fit in with what you're doing as a youth minister. Absolutely. Um, that's probably going to be your Sunday from, from now on anyway. So you may as well get used to it from the beginning. Probably. <laughs> as far as your immediate plans at Ninth Avenue, other than preaching that second Sunday, uh, what are just, you know, without, I guess, spilling too many beans, what are just some of your immediate plans uh, for the, the youth work at Ninth Avenue? Yeah. Building relationships. Uh, if I skip that step, then nothing else I do really matters. So uh, immediate plans are to get to know the people, to build relationships, and then to find out what are things that we want to keep doing and what are things that we want to be doing. And then uh, start doing those while pulling in other ideas, pulling in other people to be involved and just 
start bringing, you know, start having that group where we just meet. Uh, fellowship is often undervalued and underrated in the building of a church or a building of a, a, a ministry. And just anytime we can be together, even if it's just play games or even if it's just we're all just sitting there just kind of hanging out, uh, those times are invaluable to the, the unity of a group. So those would be the immediate plans. And going from the immediate to the long term, just have you just sat down and, and thought of any long term goals? For the church or for me personally? For for well, you personally and, and for the youth group. Yes. So uh, my long term plans, uh, I don't see myself going into any kind of pulpit ministry. Uh, I want to stay in youth and family, children type ministry uh, as long as I can still do it. Uh, that that's kind of where my passion lies. That's where I believe God's called me to to work, and so that's what I plan to do. And then long term plans are just to be able to continue growing that group where we build up the group, we get more people involved, we start uh, being even a, a closer family. I like to often say uh, I want to be uh, the youth minister of kids of the kids that are currently in the group. Uh, so I, I want the kids to remain faithful. And then also if they plan to stay in the area and then once they have kids, I want to be their youth minister too. <laughs> so that, that means I, I want the longevity to be there where we instill a faith that lasts a lifetime, but also that is generational and that is uh, lasting to be their family legacy. This is what we do. You know, we we are involved with church. We are involved with youth group. We're involved in helping others and growing the kingdom. So that's what I hope to see long term. I guess one of my hobbies, uh, I'm a college football fan, and yeah, I'm caught up in, in recruiting. Uh, I guess what people call recruiting. And I hear people talk about recruiting, and the key to recruiting is relationships. And I guess that's true in a lot of the areas of life. And I see it as also being a youth minister that just relationships are so important. And what you're talking about being somewhere long term, uh, you know, ministering to the children of the children you administer to, uh, you know, there's no really no better way to, to build up a relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I know you're looking forward to a, to a lot of different things, but is there any one thing in particular that uh, you might be most excited about as far as uh, the new work upcoming uh, here at Ninth Avenue. I, I would say just getting busy, uh, getting to work alongside a, a a great ministry team, getting to work alongside of uh, some great families. Uh, I love it all, so I'm just excited to to be able to go somewhere where uh, people are are longing to to do something, and because uh, I want to do stuff. Uh, and, uh, so I want to, I'm just excited about starting. I guess that would be the, 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 the short and simple version. I'm just excited about coming down and getting to know people. And I'm tired of the online meetings with, with Matthew and Adriana. I want to be in person. <laughs> I want to be there. Uh, so that's what we're most excited about. One of the things that I guess I'm excited about about your coming, other than having a youth minister, but I, I kind of feel like I've been out there on the island as far as uh, tech land is. Uh, 
is concerned and you know, what I've heard about you as far as uh, your interest in, in technology and uh, the uh, and not so much just technology, but the uses of technology in ministry. Uh, to me, it's just such a powerful tool. Uh, and to uh, have somebody there that uh, I feel like shares that same passion and and uh, shares that same knowledge, uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, so uh, save some of your uh, energy uh, that you don't put <laughs> toward uh, youth work, toward uh, you know helping out, uh, assisting uh, on the uh, technology side. Oh, absolutely. And and there's something that that I hope everyone understands, and that it, I got I think I got it from a group called Pro Church Tools. But um, when we're talking about technology and and digital media and online or digital ministry and online ministry, um, and social you know media ministry, uh, we don't use those things to promote ministry. We use those things to do ministry, and uh, so. It's just a whole new ball game. It's, it opens up doors of opportunities that wouldn't exist otherwise. So I'm excited to, you know, like you, to have someone else who I don't have people say, okay, enough. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, so it, it'll be nice to sh- have conversations where, uh, you know, we can, we know the same vernacular. <laughs> so that'll be good. When you talk to me about it, you'll be talking to somebody that can't get enough. So, um... <laughs> uh-oh. That could be be bad. (laughs) The people that watch our uh, sermons, when we post them online. uh, Of course, they're edited from the the full worship service. Uh, Our podcast and and, and different things that are uh, posted uh, on Facebook and other social media platforms. Uh, In case anybody was ever wondering where all that's done, where the magic's done, uh, this is kind of a peek behind the curtains tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting in my chair uh, in front of my little workstation uh, that I use on uh, to do that work. Uh, so you're, you're kind of getting to see this. Uh, but you know, it's just kind of amazing. We think back when uh, Jesus uh, gave us the Great Commission uh, there on a mountain um, out from the city of Jerusalem, uh, probably a, a fairly barren area, uh, no sign of technology around. And, and here I am sitting uh, in the bedroom of my house looking at the back of a of a uh, cell phone uh, into a camera with a an ipad in front of me uh you know you uh, sitting in front of a, a laptop computer and you know and we're able to converse see each other and you know and share that same message uh of uh, god's love and and, and salvation uh, throughout the world and it's just to me it's an amazing time we live in and, and we're just Absolutely. blessed to have have these tools at our disposal. Absolutely. Well, uh, Jonathan, we've been uh, going some time now, uh, so we'll uh, start to wrap this up. Uh, but before we do, I, I want to do two things. I, w- I want you to have an opportunity to uh, just give us uh, any closing uh, remarks that you might have. Uh, and then uh, after that, uh, I'll, I guess, kind of close this out. And then I, I'd like uh, you to then close with, uh, close us with a prayer, if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'll say just um, I'm excited to be able to work alongside of everyone there at Ninth Avenue. Uh, I'm excited to work together as a team, uh, to be a family together. And I am so thankful for the love that you've shown my family already. 
Um, Catherine, Kaysen, and I are, are, are very appreciative of that. I'll just speak for Kaysen, and uh, when he gets old enough to disagree with me, I'll just tell him he's wrong. But we are so thankful for uh, everything that y'all have done so far, for what y'all mean to us already, and we can't wait to grow together, to learn together, and to uh, become even closer. All right, and I want to thank uh, those uh, that uh, will be watching this uh, and are watching it as as they are watching it. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you have learned some things, uh, particularly for our Ninth Avenue members and those uh, members at Ninth Avenue that are still referring to you as Jeremy. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> after 30 to 45 minutes of, of hearing us talk about Jonathan, uh, maybe you'll uh, fully understand that his name is uh, Jonathan Germany, uh, not Jeremy Germany. Uh, and I guess that uh, makes sense because Jeremy Germany kind of goes they, better than Jonathan Everyone Germany. does it. Everyone does it. It's okay. I was going to ask you, is that something that you commonly run into or is that just a Ninth <laughs> Avenue problem? No. It's everywhere. And uh, I don't even correct people anymore. I just, I answer to anything now. <laughs> well, uh, Jonathan, again, appreciate you uh, taking this time to uh, spend with us. I know you're busy. Uh, I can see there behind you one of your uh, uh, framed items uh, sitting in the floor. I'm, yes, I'm sure it's the diploma take- that never made it to the wall. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you didn't take it down. It just never made it up. It never made it to the wall. Okay. All right. well, it's six be years. Yeah. Maybe when you uh, get to your new office in Haleyville, that can be one of the first items you, you put up on. Maybe. The, I just kept looking wall. going, I don't know where to put it. Because, you know, you you don't want to, every time you move it, there's another hole in the wall. So, right. and I rearrange my office too often. So. Well, again, I, I do thank you. And um, at this time, uh, if you don't care, uh, we'll just uh, close out with a, a word of prayer. And I know all of our members um, at Ninth Avenue are praying for uh, your family to have a safe uh, trip down this weekend um, and are praying for a very successful uh, career, hopefully long-term career uh, at Ninth Avenue Church of Christ. Uh, so Absolutely. if you will, if you will just at this time, just uh, lead us in a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for uh, the many blessings. We're thankful for your love, and we're thankful uh, for your word that that shows us what you expect from us, what you want for us, but also shows us what you've done for us. Uh, We ask you to give us the the boldness to uh, proclaim your word to those around us. Give us the the desire to work in your kingdom, to be active, uh, help us to have the love for each other so we can fellowship with one another, so we can have unity with one another, so that we can do ministry together and we can be one body as that's described in your word with your son as the head. We're so thankful for Ninth Avenue. We're thankful for what they mean to, to the community there in Haleville. We're thankful for what they already mean to my family. And uh, we ask you to bless us as we uh, begin a work there and help it to be fruitful and help us to be able to glorify you above all. We're thankful most of all for your son, Jesus, and it's through his name that we pray. Amen. 
again, I want to thank you and for uh, those watching. Again, thank you for uh, watching. And the next time you see uh, Jonathan, you'll be seeing him uh, there in the auditorium uh, at Ninth Avenue uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, so thank you again, and God bless you all.